You're listening to a Radio 1 91FM podcast. And live and direct on the phone with me right now, I have a very exciting guest. Their name is Francis Lebeau and they have just released a brand new album. How are you feeling this morning, Francis? Uh, Morena, Candice. I am feeling um, pretty good. Um, drinking a strong coffee right at this moment. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> I feel that <laughs> Friday vibes, eh? Like, Friday vibes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> One last push. But if you need anything to get you through your Friday, you have the absolute hype of just having released your <laughs> album. It is called Country Justice, and it is a beautiful, beautiful piece of art. According to my understanding, it has been a long time coming. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's um well it's been 6 years since my I released my last record. Um so it's kind of been a uh a slow and steady kind of stitching together. Um I am the kind of person who likes to um dig around in in vaults and folders and obscure corners of the internet um and uh and I also like to do a lot of kind of different things like I work across a few different spaces so um, yeah it's been a kind of slow tinkering getting this record together um, but I'm I'm very pleased that it's finally um, able to be loosed into the world. So six years is obviously quite a long time and notably in the last three four years <laughs> the world has <laughs> been a little bit hectic how have the last six years changed the shape of country justice? Um, it's an interesting question. It's gone through many uh, kind of iterations. Um, when I started working on it, um, the first the first piece that was written for it is the title track, um, and uh, the it kind of just emerged. Um, went through many lyrical iterations, um, heaps of different um, workings and reworkings, I guess. Um, And the rest of the record, um, I mean, it's interesting. Some of it has come about through collaborations through um, several other people, which uh, has been a really um, refreshing and inspiring um, way to work uh, for me. And... I guess, like, I don't know, I mean, on a personal level as well as on a a broader, like, more global level, there's just been so much, um, there has been so much suffering and loss in the last um, three or four years um, and a lot of turbulence. Um, So, I don't know, I guess how that might have impacted it is probably in... It's function as like a uh, an expression of anger and frustration, um, somewhat morphing into an expression of of grief. Yeah, and I think that you can definitely hear the sort of emotional progression of the album. It has really strong vocals, some beautiful melodic synthesizers, and I think that it can definitely be described as a sonic 
exploration. And exactly like you were saying before, you found the beauty in collaboration. And I think that, you know, just like you were saying in recent years, we've sort of grown to appreciate being able to spend time with other humans Mm. (laughs) a little bit more than we probably would have in, you know, the start of the creation of this album. Was collaboration ever on the cards for this album or did it just sort of happen quite naturally? Um, No, it was always on the cards. Um, It was, I guess, like um, when sort of separate to IE Crazy, um, I worked or have worked in the last kind of 10 years um, composing and designing sound um, for... uh, a few different contexts, but mostly contemporary art, um, so kind of gallery stuff and um, theatre. And so collaboration um, is like very much at the heart of, of what um, I'm interested in. Um, and I guess there's two sides. Um, there's two sides to it because uh, the album is like in some ways trying to subvert this kind of like trope of the New Zealand man alone, you know, the murder ballad and um, this kind of auteur idea um, where someone um, is witnessing something and um, and retelling it. Um, but I wanted to bring in all these other people as well to um, try and complicate, complicate that man alone narrative, I guess. I love that. Sorry, I was just so enthralled in what you were saying. I was processing all of that. I was like, damn, this is genius. This is genius. <laughs> no, I, I love that, and I absolutely adore that mentality. And I think that collaborating with other artists on a project can make it go so much further because, you know, sometimes when you're creating a song, I think that you can grow a super strong emotional attachment to it, which is good, but sometimes you can sort of settle on the sound of the song. Mm. Did you find that feeling creeping up at all throughout the creation of the album? Um, it's an interesting question. Um, uh, yes and no. I think um, because it took a very long time um, and a lot of the pieces on the album went through many kind of different reworkings. Um, There was certainly points where um, things felt too familiar or um, too... um, uh, I don't know, things weren't um, perhaps... I don't know, it became too static. You know, recordings are interesting because they're they're kind of like a frozen moment in time, right? Um, Mm. And I guess I like the idea of being able to rework rework songs um, again and again. Um, And that's what's fun about doing live stuff. And a lot of these songs were actually kind of developed in a live context, um, kind of some improvised and then um, developed, you know, in while sort of having a relationship with the audience. So the collaboration side, like, I don't know, there's so many aspects of collaboration on this record that might not be visible on the surface, um, but I think it's really important if you, I don't know if anyone has anything to say about 
violence or um, community, then you, it's a conversation that has to be had uh, in community. It can't be it can't be had alone. <laughs> mm, absolutely. Yeah. And do you think that you could see yourself recreating a full album maybe six years from now? Or do you think that it would be new art that you're putting forward? Um, both, really. Um, yeah, there is, there is like a, um, there's a bunch of, a bunch of songs that I'd like to, like to record. Um, and I mean, hopefully, maybe they'll be out <laughs> before six years. Yeah. Um, but I've got other stuff happening too, like, um, yeah, like some yeah, some art stuff and research and um yeah, working on a book and yeah, a few few other things. So, um we'll see how we go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I absolutely love your work. Congratulations once again on this release. Where can people grab a copy of this album? Oh, kia ora, Candice. Um it is available digitally at this point um, from my Bandcamp, which is iecrazy.bandcamp.com. Uh, um, and there's some really cool prints um, made by um, some of my visual collaborators' picture. And there's a few um, there's a few T-shirts up there still as well that I made with uh, Abigail Aroha Jensen. Um, yeah, but there's not many T-shirts left, so if you want to grab one, get a swoop. Yeah, getting quick, like a seagull. <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended there, no pun intended. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time this morning, and I hope that you have a fantastic time with this new release out there into the world. Thank you so much. Here is a tune from IE Crazy. This is one of my favourite tunes. It is called Wetlands and it is featuring Imogen Taylor. Turn this one up. Keep it locked here on The One. It is 10 past nine and this is the Radio 1 91FM Breakfast Show with Candice. was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.